Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Hello, my lovelies. You are now tuning in to Moments with Mistress. I got a brew high, yeah, witch chick. Walk in the house, all these candles lit. Y'all think it's evil that she casting spells, but we steady manifesting. It ain't hard to tell. Yeah, she a brew high. That's my bad witch. Spirit passing moon, water flow to water drip. This ain't no fairy tales. We out here casting spells. Get you a brew high. Alpha female, the original bad bitch. Better get you a witch, but be ready. Hey, that was it. It drops at that. It says, "Be ready." <laughs> I wasn't ready for it to end that quick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to Moments with Mistress. I am your co-host, DJ Steady. Are you ready? And this is the host. For this afternoon segment, the mistress herself, the enchantress Dazzy. <laughs> Hello, my lovelies. How are you? Shout How out to listeners? you for your own intro, though. Like that intro was dope. Yeah, it might need to be a little longer. <laughs> I was like, you know what? He said, "Be ready," so I'm gonna just say, "Be ready." Click. <laughs> exactly, like misfits. We got some work to do because I love drops of tough. But Dazzy put together something that's tough, too. But I'm just saying, we both creating all this wonderful content together under one umbrella. That's what happens when you can bounce your ideas off of other great minds. It just creates content, I guess. I don't know. Absolutely. Now we're dealing with Facebook being shut down, Instagram, WhatsApp. Like, what's going on, people? We was all team Facebook and Instagram to this morning. I know. What are we going to do, world? Now you have to socialize again in person. How does that feel? <laughs> Terrible. So shout well, out to the block to be the only one remaining. Yeah, that too. We're going to sit out there. Now you know who your neighbors is again because you can't no longer send messages for a cup of sugar. Now you got to knock on the door again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, if they take away Uber Eats and DoorDash, everybody really gonna be lost. <laughs> I gotta go get my own food again. Yeah, you have to be a human. I ain't even got no gas. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you gotta learn how to walk again. What? Welcome back to reality, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> For real, welcome, welcome. This is what you call life. They giveth and they take it away. This time it was without notice, though so that hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious to know how long it's going to last. That's then that is definitely going to be the dilemma that's up for debate. Because, you know, most crashes, you think maybe an hour or two, maybe six max hours, you deal with a crash of this, you know, grand scale. But mm. who knows if it goes on to the nightfall by the time it's time for who they want to go live, we might have a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Ali, Mark, get it together. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. They give it to us, they take it away, and we just got to realize nothing is certain. You got to think you put your whole life on there. Your whole life, your every moment. You know, I like getting on Facebook, laughing at videos and reposting funny videos. I've pretty much loaded my Facebook like four times, even though I know it's down because there's one video I want to see that I can't see. And so I'm like, how many other people are there steady checking their Facebook? Like, how many times have you wasted your day 
trying to see if it's loading now. Is it loading now? Is it loading now? Hey, are you logging out, logging back into the best group tech? Right. Like, right. is it just my page tripping? Am I hacked? Are they watching me? Is it a conspiracy? Hey, because I literally was thinking it, and then I get on my computer. I just got back in town, so I get on the computer, and I'm like, oh, so it wasn't just my phone acting funny. The whole system is wiped. Is that why you thought you was in trouble? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the vibe got super weird instantly. I'm like... You're like, oh, no, they watching me. Too much conspiracy theory talk. One-on-one, off the back, you know? Like, they done automatically just caught my page. I'm like, I haven't podcast since Friday. I don't think we did nothing out of the ordinary to be shut down come Monday morning. <laughs> they shut the whole design on you. Design on your LLC. <laughs> <laughs> The whole Misfits crew, we just out. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, Mistress? What's what's today's introduction topic to Moments with Mistress? Well, today I want to talk about like spirits, um, communicating with deceased loved ones, and those kind of things. I have been getting a lot of clients, I guess, in the spirit of October um that have been wanting to see if their deceased loved ones are still around them wanting to see uh if they have any messages um and those kind of things so i want to kind of speak up for those spirits and kind of let people know like different things they could look for uh to know if you know their loved ones are there and i don't know Speak about the spirit world, I guess. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, everyone thinks, oh, October, it's spooky time, day of the dead. Let's have seances. Let's communicate with the dead. Let's do this. Let's do that. And all that's fine. I love ghost hunters, all that good stuff. But, like, when it comes to our deceased loved ones, when mm-hmm. they feel like we still need them or a lot of them are just scared to move on themselves they stay around us they watch us they may not be around us 24 7 they may pop in on you then pop in on someone else and uh go between but they are around us and a lot of them try to communicate um but they can't some people feel like it's simple like Oh, they could just talk to us. They could touch us. They can, you know, for a spirit to do that, like what you see in haunted movies. Oh, they could take a chair and throw it across. Like all that takes a lot of energy. Um, mm-hmm. And not a lot of spirits, especially if they're newly deceased or even if they've been, well, what's considered newly deceased, in my opinion, is anywhere from like today to 10 years. Because in their time frame, it's different than our time frame. And so it takes them a lot of time to learn how to manipulate energies and take forces and all that kind of stuff to communicate. So within the time that they died, they have to process that they're dead first, deal with those feelings, deal with uh, if they felt they needed to do stuff that they didn't get to do, like it, they got to process all that. Right. Then they could start focusing on, okay, now that that's together, now let me see what I can still do or let me go on. A lot of people, you know, they don't hang around and they go, you know, on to the next. So it just depends, but. Yeah, it's not like in the movies. They can't just die and then all of a sudden start hunting you. Your boyfriend don't just die and then he start your phone start floating and he's like, "Who you texting?" It's not like that. <laughs> so you get no Patrick Swayze's, no none of that type moves. Well, one thing I can say in the movie Ghost, it kind of did highlight it to an extent because if you remember. He didn't know how to do anything at first. Like No, he, he didn't even realize he was dead. Like. Right. So it took the other ghost to kind of show him, you know, you get enough force to it, you can move a can. And eventually you can get enough force to touch somebody, you know. And that's kind of how it is. 
a lot of our deceased loved ones, like, um, they communicate through, they can communicate to you through a lot of different things. It, it really depends on how they feel you're going to best get their message. So like, if you are a vivid dreamer, then they may come to you in your dreams. You might dream about uh, your mother or you'll dream about whomever it is that's deceased and they'll come and you'll wonder why it's like they're sitting next to you and you'll be having a full-blown conversation and it's not like a conversation you remember having when they were alive it'll be like a whole new conversation why that's because they've reached out to you into the spirit world and they know that the only time your mind is still enough to hear them is when you're sleeping and you're in that dream realm uh, mm. they have other spirits that communicate um when you're alone like if you're alone in the house by yourself and that instantly heightens your spirit you know you're instantly like uh, on guard because i'm by myself then yep. next thing you know, you're wondering why you're hearing sounds in the kitchen or you're hearing someone call your name and you're like, oh, there's no one there. That's because they're like, you're heightened now. You're at a, a different level so I can reach you. I could try to approach you. So it's different things. I mean, when I was little and growing up, I mean, spirits they had no respect they wake me up out of my sleep they'd be in my dreams i used to hate as a little kid like going outside to get something out of the car by myself because it was like i always felt oh my god they're watching me here they come like they know i'm here it was crazy so but a lot of people don't know and then they're like well how can i reach out to them like of course i love helping people in that manner but you don't have to seek out a psychic to do that if you just learn how to like quiet yourself enough to where you put yourself aside and then you can hear them it may not be hearing their voice but it may be a phrase or a word that might pop in your head that you know you didn't have there and right. so it just depends how they communicate. It's it's a whole, it, it's the sky's the limit when it comes to how they can communicate with you. And so, you know, it's a lot of people out there that are, are, they have like unanswered questions and they're like, am I alone? Are they still there? Are they watching me? Chances are they are, even if they moved on, you know, they could still be in heaven and, and use the phones. It's like, you know, jail kind of they get a few free minutes god can i use the phone real quick he tripping okay hey i see you down there you you know better i didn't teach you to do that <laughs> so <laughs> you know they get they get called down a lot of people they come down they like you know what lord the, the phone ain't working they need me there in person this is an emergency can i get a visitation pass then they come down they'll stay for a little while and then they'll go back. And then some people, they just don't go at all. They're like, you know what? I'm not interested in seeing the streets of gold. I want to be down here. My people need me. You know, my daughter tripping. She can't make it without me. I can't do it. And they stay, so. Wow, that's interesting to know. Yeah. I've, I've had some very interesting encounters with my clients when it comes to reaching out to uh deceased loved ones um it can be very emotional it can be <laughs> it doesn't usually go doesn't usually go down like that i don't know what kind of you know what, what kind of picture people have of me lately but it doesn't go down like that trust me it goes down mm -hmm. like that. and if it did no and if it did if it did i'd let you guys know that's the reason you know what I'm saying? Like, like right. if I had a date and that's the reason I couldn't record, then I'd be like, you know, straight up with you. I'm like, guys, I got a, you know, I got a day. I can't get, you can't schedule for any other, for any other night. Can we, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see y'all in like, I'll see y'all the next, I'll see y'all the next day. I would let, I would let Mr. CEO know what the right. deal is before, you know, before anything, you know, so right. And to my viewers, that's wondering what I'm doing. It's ice cream. That's all. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, what kind of ice cream? It's uh Napoleon. Nice. Napoleon? 
So is that, yep. that that's the strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla? Absolutely. It's unfiltered Friday, so hey. <laughs> I don't feel like I owe y'all an explanation, but just in case. You really, you really don't. <laughs> but, I know, but I thought maybe Tasha was looking at a, a copy of the show on the phone and maybe uh, wonder why why a spoon keep going to my yeah, mouth. Yeah, I got to look at the phone. That's why I'm looking down. <laughs> I thought that what you were doing. I saw the laugh come up. You got uh, me. That, no, that, no that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I can stop looking at me now. I'm gonna break this part. Stop! You're making me nervous. What? This, listen, y'all doing it to me? How? How? Why? Because you're because you're snack because you're snacking on cam right now. No, I don't care what he's eating. I, I gotta look in here so I can see my face move right. <laughs> Wait, you can't see your you can't you can't see yourself. I'm gonna bring it up. Don't do it. Okay. 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 Forget don't, I even do said it. don't do it. We done went through this for two days straight. I didn't want to hear. Don't do okay. it. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, shit. oh, it's like, wait a minute. That better not be talking about me on the block. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time I do that on my own show. <laughs> Uh, and no, and I went, I went, uh, I was on, I was on the, who they want YouTube channel. And I went back to, to, uh, just to, you know, look at a few you know past episodes. And I, and I did notice the, I noticed the bark from, from a few. Right. From the other night. Right at the, I noticed, I noticed that well, it wasn't really a bark. It was more like a howl right before the show started. The timing on that. She don't know how funny that is. <laughs> Definitely is the highlight for this week. Definitely. <laughs> Shout out to Coco. Shout out to Coco, the unofficial mascot. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Catching hey, myself I, I, on I, YouTube. Look, yeah, let me do something right quick, y'all. I gotta um this is important. I'm gonna let y'all know why. Okay. I'll be right back, okay? But y'all hold it I down know. to me, okay? Because I, I can't let this go right here. I'm gonna let y'all know why. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah, I know was watching the YouTube channel myself today. Like, shout out to the followers on YouTube. Like, them numbers is getting pretty thick. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually having mm -hmm. a following on YouTube is phenomenal. And on Twitch as well. Like, getting those. Too, huh? Man, I'm telling you, the expansion part is real. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not is on amazing. Twitch like that, so I wouldn't, so I wouldn't, I couldn't see it. But no, big ups. Yeah, man, and um, you can only do things and get better with each show. Everything's about exposing new ideas, new content, new yep. directions. Like everything takes so much elevation. Like every day, I'm excited to what anyone can suggest or what I put on the table, and we all just agree. And bring positive affirmations as well with it. It's super phenomenal, man. I love it all. Yep. No, I hear you. No, I hear you. It's so Halloween uh, kills is in the oh, what's up? What's up? Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say, y'all, anybody trying to go see Halloween kills this weekend? Y'all can say the spoilers on YouTube. I mean, on Facebook. I don't know about the spoilers. I see it. I'm going to no, see it I after this show. Then that means one thing: stay off the internet until you see it. Okay, agree. After, yeah. Look, look. My, I don't know how many things my cousin has spoiled for himself because he has just scrolled on the internet and somebody does a full like analysis of it, or they, or they, uh, or or they share an article or whatever. He's like, oh, I spoiled this for myself. I spoiled this for myself. I spoiled that for myself because he went online. <laughs> Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Just doing too much. Give me a chance to enjoy it first. But when that's your like number one source of entertainment, it's inevitable. Exactly. It, you know, Screen Five inevitable. is getting already reviews. All these mixed reviews just based on a preview that dropped earlier this week. So really, I'm just excited to see the the cast reunite. You know, 40 years of culture slash culture, and still just, see original members come back. It's phenomenal. 
I just want to know. I, I, I still want to know why is Chucky so popular still? Why? Because like, <laughs> he's your friend to the end. The end is brought on by him and his crazy uh, wife, girlfriend, something. Right. Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly plays herself playing herself. She plays two characters in the Chucky franchise. Tiffany and, and herself, yeah. And that's and that's basically yeah, that's basically herself. Like I, I like I watched the last one I watched was Seed of Chucky, and that's because Seed of Chucky was not, you know. Just like Bride of Chucky, it focused more on comedy than it did the scares, right? Right. So watching, uh, watching, uh, watching the Tiffany character, but then also watching, uh, also also watching the actress who plays her playing someone else while they clearly have the exact same voice and everything. I'm like, this is confusing. Like. I get it. She's playing the she's playing the mom who ends up getting pregnant, but she's also playing the doll who Chucky made his bride in the last movie. It's just a little confusing. That's all, you know. But, yeah, see the Chucky. Yeah, he had that whole mix up. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of crossovers somewhere in there. You gotta. I don't even try to keep up with the trends of it no more. I'm just like, you know what. I was done technically after Bride of Chucky. See, the Chucky was still dope, but I think I, my limit was officially the Bride of Chucky. It was like, okay. I wanted to see what Red Man's part was going to be in that movie. That was my whole thing. Him playing. Short lived. But him basically playing himself and then he gets killed. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Short lived him, Britney Spears. The whole celebrity cameo slasher moments was dope. Again, shout out to Buster Rhymes to be the. Daniel L. Cool J to be the only two black men that I know of to survive a horror movie. Oh, you mean especially involved around die. Michael Myers? Right, true. The ones that didn't like die first. I think that trope is slowly starting to die down. Uh, pun not intended. You know, <laughs> right? You know, uh, kind of see us live a little longer through the movies. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I mean, we. It, the only other way you can do that is if we direct them. You know, and yep, and then you get movies like I can't even say his name, but you know, and and my Terrence Howard, Howard voice, you know, Candyman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I only know I only know about it through my family. I've never seen it because, like I told you, you know, horror is not really horror is not really my thing. I like you know I, I like you know spooky movies to a certain extent, but not straight up horror that's never that's never been my thing i've never even successfully made it through a haunted house so <laughs> I, I, I yeah i wanted to face my fear at one point like like I, I remember i'm with a true story i'm with my i'm with my friends we go to this ha this haunted house uh thing and all i hear is the sound of screaming and the actors out here like i need fresh blood and all that stuff and i'm like i I don't know if I could do this. I started getting really anxious, right? right. And, my, and then my friends made it through in like ten minutes, and then, and then one of them looks at me and punches me in the and punches me in the chest because I didn't because I didn't get, go through it. I'm like, look, it's not that. It's just not my thing. I, I'm with I'm with you when it comes to candy and costumes, but I don't like being scared as a form of entertainment. So <laughs> I can understand your preference. Yeah, it's no big issue, bro. You know, like I, I think the most, but the most horrible, the, the most like gut wrenching thing I've ever been through is surgery. You know, and that definitely, and, that, and you know that can be traumatizing. Well, you know? especially when you got to start asking the doctor, like, how successful is your surgery rate? I remember I asked yeah. one doctor that the last, I think it was my last surgery, about a year or two or more over. I looked at the doc, like, look, are you successful in whatever you about to do on me? Because, uh. I ain't new to surgery, but I'm new to you being the doctor on this operation for me. <laughs> well, I I can I can at least say this: the doctor who operated on me was also the one that diagnosed me. So, you know, it, me and him had a you know like had a history. He was my physiatrist for years. Before, you know, like he, he had done I don't know how many other surgeries on kids, but he had been part of all four of oh no all like three of mine i don't know if he was part of my first one my first one was an eye surgery i don't even remember but 
uh, the last last three I had, I believe he was the head on all three of them. So I would, so I trusted him, you know what I'm saying? Um, But when I was a, I will never forget this. When I was a kid around second, second grade, right. Had to have my second surgery. They had to take the metal plates out. Right. And I, they knew I was scared. So they tried to, you know, so they tried to calm me down. They, like, they, you know, I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the office, my, you know, I'm talking to the doctor and I'm guessing the anesthesiologist, we're having a, we're having a discussion about X-Men cartoons and comics, right? Okay. And they have me follow them. Next thing you know, I'm on top of the operating table crying my eyes out. And then they strapped the, the mask on my face. And really that was the traumatizing part because I'm crying my eyes out. That freaking mask is strapped in my face, and that junk stinks. Like you know, you know, you know that 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 all too familiar smell of plastic and whatever else they put on that thing. It just it it the hey, gas uh, really, mixed yeah. with the gas. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not really the yeah. best smell you, you wanna, can get. And then like, they like, I think that'd be my resentment stage because I do do that shake. Like, uh, uh-uh, don't put this on my face. And they're like, you need to go to sleep. Not if this mask smelling like this, I'm not. <laughs> no, I could not take the smell. And sometimes things remind me of it. Right. Like I hadn't had a, I hadn't had a, a surgery since I was 17. And when I was 17, they let me go to sleep with the IV as opposed to the, um, as opposed to the mask. Right. And even right. though the IV is not the most comfortable thing in the world, a lot better than the mask, you know? And my only one that when they put me on the anesthesia that started singing songs. Like I go on the full karaoke mode. Um, they had me count backwards, and uh, yeah, and the only time I was singing songs is before it started to kick in, right? But like I got I, my headphones on, and then I'm out. Man, I sang a whole Michael Jackson song one time. Like that song, "Take Me to a Place Without No Name," would be my song. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember my mom was looking at me like, don't sing that song. You can sing any song, but that song, like, this medicine had me feeling lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she was thinking that please don't, please don't sing that song because you may may or may not wear, oh. Right, but I was just yeah. like, I don't, because it was like right before the song really became popular from the This Is It soundtrack. Yeah. And I was like, take me to a place without no name and she was like no no don't think that one <laughs> uh, i was like okay whatever night night ah <laughs> uh, my last yeah my my last certain yeah last surgery was late was like what was it early to that early 2000 i want i want to say because i graduated at 19 yeah it was it was okay 2004 2004 and i got my disc man and I'm listening to D. I'm listening to D12, D12's world, their second, their, their second album, right? So okay, so I'm listening to that album. I knew it back to front, and according to my sister, I got my headphones on. She's watching me as I'm bobbing my head, and then at some point I just go, mm. "That's it, night, night, world." Yeah, and then like to sleep. Then six hours later, six hours later. I hear the annoying sounds of Dr. Phil. And I'm like, what is, they're like, what is going on? I, okay, all right. No offense to Dr. Phil. It's just, yeah, dude, dude puts me to sleep. But, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I got ice pack, I got ice packets on me because, you know, because of the, you know, because of the muscle spasms, right? And right. apparently, and apparently, they positioned my leg because they put neomobilizers. They strapped me in with with neomobilizers, right? And somebody had positioned my foot to the point where my the ball of my foot was on top of a of a um, of an exposed metal piece of the uh, of the uh, um, the uh, neomobilizer, and no one noticed, right? So while I'm still numb, it's numbing up my foot, right? So my doctor finally notices he's like, okay, somebody somewhere screwed up, right? And that right there, like aside from learning how to walk again, that right there was uncomfortable as heck because I had to wait almost two years to get full filling back in my foot. Oh wow, bro. 
Yeah. Whoa, two years? Almost, almost two years. It was just like, okay, because it was only one side of my foot, the right side of my foot. Wow. I don't know what nerves were (laughs) damaged for a while. Eventually, everything came back online. Point is, you know, it took a while to get a full feeling back in that foot, you know? Wow. And now... And now I got a, uh, you know, now now I got a relative going through something similar, right? But he's going through a lot more pain and discomfort than I than I did. I will, I, I you know, I will, I will say that, you know. But right. that right there, you know, this this is why I never really, I I never un, I never really got into like the horror genre or anything like that because I've already been through some scary stuff. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. I understand. Don't feel uh, bad. You're not in this world alone, bro. Oh no, I no, I know. I just don't. I just don't like being. I don't like being scared. Never have, you know. That's but it. but a, a friend. But a friend of mine made a comparison because I love roller coasters, right? I love roller coasters and stuff like that. So he's like, the way you feel about the way you feel about horror movies and being scared is a similar way that some people feel about roller coasters and things. And when he said that, I was like. You know, I never thought about it that way. Cause now right. I'm gonna like going like I don't know how many feet up just to drop down and then whoosh, loop the loop everywhere. Like, okay, no, I get it. I get exactly. it. Shout out to the North Florida Fair. They just said that they will be coming in November, the first week of November or November seventh to the seventeenth is they normal stay period. Uh nice, nice. We got an amusement park in Connecticut called Lake Compounds, right? Mm-hmm. And um, every year they they would do this thing called the Haunted Graveyard. Now I've never been, but they, you know, of course, people would you know dress up like ghouls, goblins, zombies, and stuff like that, and scare and, and scare the living daylights out of people, you know. And then I started right. thinking, I started thinking, okay, I already have kind of a zombie esque walk, so how much could I get paid? If I cosplayed as a zombie in one of those events, if like if, like, if I got hired to do one like one of those events, but they I'm probably not... should give you an award after it's over for just being so iconically adequate to it. Well, I I, I call it like you know I, like I say I I walk like a metronome because I'm always walking from side to side. Right. right. So imagine you know me walking up on somebody that doesn't already know me, and my hands are all like I could just put my hands out like this. I don't even have to make any noises other than my feet. Exactly. There's slow drag sound. So they should put some shackles around your ankle just to give it a dramatic effect. (laughs) Deli, bro, it it would definitely win. That would be, it would be, it would be kind of, it would be kind of interesting. Except what if somebody got so scared that they try to hit me? I have no way of, I have no way of defending myself. Sign a waiver. That way you can sue and make your money. (laughs) If somebody if, if somebody told you like okay look we like your voice we want we want you to be you know we want you to be one of the scary voices at one of our Halloween events would you do it no just no, no off the bat why just based on my mind already plays tricks on me and you can't put me in uh, well that probably be a way to get over certain fears I have in that realm but at the same time don't do it to me I well, might scare myself and. I don't know. Oh. You'd be you'd be the one you'd be the one causing it instead of you know instead of something causing you to be scared. Exactly, it'll change the narrative for me. So who knows? I'm I'm gonna say I, I'm open to possibility. You know, like that 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 would um you know that would be interesting. But aside from aside from like like aside from because we already we already know you like you like your scary movies. What's your favorite non scary movie non scary movie to watch around this time of year? No, I'm scary to watch around this time of year. Hmm. Good question. I would have to. I don't know. It's hard to choose. It's really hard. I would still probably say Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump? Yeah, because it just gives me that home feeling of, yeah, everything I'm missing. So I definitely would vote Forrest Gump and the Titanic. I'd probably go okay. This is uh okay, this is still spooky, but you know, enough for enough for everybody to watch. Classic Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton uh, can't go wrong. I gotta go back and watch Coral 
Coraline, I don't know how they got away with that movie, with, with, with stuff they did in that movie, honestly. You ever seen it, Coraline? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like big, like, big ups to that movie. That movie should be right up there as cult status, like, Right, 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 there's, right up there with uh, right yeah. up there with, with um with Nightmare Before Christmas. Honestly, that that's that's where that should be because that just has that kind of vibe, you know. Right. If Alice in Wonderland was a whole lot darker, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, one of our uh one of our past guests, April Rose Gabrielli, just dropped a new joint. Word, word, okay. Yeah, got a new joint in the music world. Yeah, she just dropped a new track. I gotta, I gotta listen to it. Uh, I gotta listen to it later. Like all the, all the musical guests we've, we've had up here. Like you know, a, a few of them have already dropped a handful of a uh, handful of stuff. I gotta go back and listen to. Right. Yeah, I gotta keep up with their progress, man, because they make phenomenal music, and yeah, exactly. we're true supporters of their art. Yep. Exactly. Oh, and the ads. The ads got me, man. The ads got me. Like, because some they must have heard that. Yeah, no, this guy's into music. Check this, you know. Check this sing. Check this singer out. She's been out for a, you know, for a long, you know, for a while already. Already has like, um, you know, a big, uh, huge fan base. And I'm like, oh, cute singer. Right. Gotta gotta check this out. Next thing you know, I'm following her on on Spotify. I'm checking out her album. I'm like. Dang, that's you know, no, you know, no, just skills. And she's <laughs> right. like, you ever just watch? You ever just like the ads do? The ads do their job too well sometimes. Too well, especially when you have an iPhone. Like you get loaded with ad. Like they must pick up on conversations literally because my I, phone will hit me with an ad, and I'd be like, "How did y'all know I was looking for this type of stuff?" Oh, uh, I got an Android. I use Google Fi, and they, you know, and they do that all the they, they do that all the time, but. You know, so I, it's just also, cell phones in general, then it's not a particular software. Yeah, yeah it's not a predict. No, but honestly, but obviously, you got the big wigs like you got your Google, you got your, you got your Apple. They're going to flood you with ads because that's the you know because that's part of their job. You know, right, right. Like I, I, I could be on it. I could be on Instagram for one, you know, for one day. Next thing you know, I'm getting all these ads for all this stuff that. I do actually see myself needing in the future. It's not just useless stuff. I can see I can see myself actually using this stuff for projects or something in the future, or just to you know just to upgrade my my you know my upgrade my studio or something, right? Right. It's like, oh my god, they know. Stop. <laughs> like that. That sounds like you can make you can make that a scary parody of something. Ads. <laughs> blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Yeah, people, we just having a little Halloween no. humor because it's October and that's what we can do here. No, don't taunt me with your discounts. Don't you dare. No, I can't afford it this month. I can't. Bills. Bills. Ah. <laughs> Coming to a theater new <laughs> near you. <laughs> oh, my God. Tasha, my... if you listen, we need you to come on back now. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Ask if she shall appear <laughs> for a short time only. <laughs> Not me, yeah. Oh, wait. I didn't even know we went back off. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, anywho, I'm sorry, y'all. I no, take no, be good. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, why are you yawning? <laughs> They Do really we bore wore you out last night, Kyle? Right. With them, hands, with them hands, they really wore you out. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I'm yawning. I usually get I usually get tired around nine, ten o'clock anyway. I'm I don't usually go to bed until after midnight lately, but still. <laughs> okay. Oh. So who's, who's the tenderoni that got you up? Exactly. It's time who's to get you up. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Just me. It's usually just my mind. Okay. Just usually yeah. your mind, huh? Usually just my mind. Duchess, do you trust that answer? I don't know. Shoot, you know? Why not? Why not? There's really nothing to come on, Kyle. You didn't you really, Kyle? Do we really have to investigate this? 
There's really nothing to investigate. You're yeah, asking, really you're, asking investigate this. Hmm. you're asking somebody that spends most of his time, especially these days, in the house. I'm <laughs> you know. Well, that's a little all of us right now in the house. You know, and uh, so what do you think about um study? You wasn't here. Um, I'm sorry, Eric, you wasn't here yesterday. Eric, why I call you Eric? Your middle name's Eric. Oh, my middle name's Eric, but technically, yeah, that's still my name. Yeah. So either way, yeah. Um <laughs> So let me ask you, you wasn't yeah. here on um, Kyle for that little theory my um, that Ron with Ray Ray F12, as we call him, <laughs> had okay. about the What's coronavirus, the about the um, COVID. It was being uh-huh. shot up in the ear. Why are you laughing steady? Because you know that was some hot mess. It was being shot up in the ear. So uh, apparently, who was that guy named over in Korea? That crazy one. They, they Kim Jong-un. Yeah, Kim Jong-un. Yeah, he's just a crazy mofo. Kim Jong-un, he had told um, back in November 2019 that he had a gift for over here in the U.S., right? Because mm-hmm. back then, him and Don, I think him and Donald Trump was really going at it, right? And so what he did is his gift was a missile. Because if y'all, if y'all recall... Back then, a missile was shot up in the air around that time, correct? Yeah, yes, right. it was. So, right. So, Ray Ray, he's not off too off of what he's saying now. Because the missile did go up in the air. Okay? Uh-huh. We just don't know where this missile came from. Uh-huh. All right? The purpose of the missile and who it was directed to. But, however, yep. what we do know is it went up in the air. So, apparently, Ray Ray, <laughs> after 12, his theory, his theory is that that missile... That he shot up in the air was the coronavirus because he made it up whatever in the lab and it came over here and he shot it up in the air. That was the gift that he had because he did say that he had a gift for us over here in the, U- U- the United States. He said that and a gift came in the form of that missile. The missile was carrying a coronavirus. Now, what do you think about that theory? <laughs> my my question to that theory is, if it was a gift for us. Mm-hmm. Why was this effect? Why was this? And why was it a pandemic? Correct. Why but, was it a pandemic worldwide? If it was, if it was meant just for us, right? Right. Then Absolutely. why are why would the South Koreans know about it? Why would why why would China, why was why was China dealing with it? Why was New Zealand dealing with it? Why was anybody dealing? Okay, with it? I'm gonna play you know devil's I mean? advocate and give my theory on it and say that I felt like it was related to when they had those world summit leader meetings and they just had a mutual decision and maybe somebody may have released it without it being on the plan release list that's just a theory i'm putting it on the table let's go like really like diseases and stuff the stuff that we've been dealing with for this long it all also has to deal with animal life right so really a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with is because we're not treating the earth well. We're not treating our we're not we're not treating the the you know the animals at any way what you know well or we're dealing with stuff that we probably shouldn't be messing with to begin with. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, if if he were because they were dealing with it in North Korea too. Correct. And uh, according to what I know about North Korea, they're very they they that in, in that dictatorship, they stay very rural. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some some apparently I could be wrong about this, but some people in North in North Korea don't have electricity. Their internet is very uh, it, their internet is very limited. Their rule their 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 way of life compared to a lot of other places in the world is is dictated. Every little bit of it is dictated. You know what I'm saying? And this was affecting everybody globally. You know, so unless somebody royally messed up or whatever missile or whatever that, that was, and then everybody had to deal with it, you know what I'm saying? So what was the, you know, so what was the, what was the next plan? Because I, because remember when, because this isn't the first time we've ever gotten like, like anything from, you know, from like North Korea. Remember, remember not too long ago when uh, that movie, The Interview came out mm-hmm. with Seth right. Rogen and it was about them basically killing <laughs> the the uh north korean dictator right and he, and he scared he, he was he was like okay we got we got a plan for you he was people thought he was gonna bomb us because they were threatening they were threatening a missile crisis after that movie 
you know? Yeah, there was a so big thing did, about that. So what did they so what did they do? What did they do? Some some theaters said Bill, and not on the evil side of it, like where you got to be fearful, but you're still gonna get that moment of shock that's gonna still kind of scare you out. Cause I get scared quick. Anybody that know me know you don't call me in those type of instances. I'm not that go-to guy when it comes to anything spiritual related. Like you don't call me, but like this is who I just seen. If it ain't nobody I can come touch and dab, hug, whatever, I don't want to hear who you just seen. I don't. <laughs> I still get scared. Like, well, I don't want to say scared because now I know why they they approach me. But it still is unnerving when I have those interactions with spirits. I'm just like, okay, like it, it's scary. It, it makes the hair on your neck stand up. It's not um, a very comfortable feeling. But it's like that for a reason because it's to call you alert. If the hair is on your neck and standing up, all of a sudden you're on high alert. Like, okay, what do I need to look for? What do I need to look out for? So, I mean, it has its purposes and its reasons. But, yeah, people, I'm telling you, they out there and they want to communicate with y'all. Y'all don't need me to help. Now, if y'all need me to help, I will help. But y'all can do it yourselves. I'm just putting that out there. We are more stronger than what we think we are. And everyone has abilities. It's just, are they high enough? For you to use them or not. Absolutely. So are you still dealing with the um Keen and California psychics to help clients? I am. I am. I am helping people on Keen. I am helping people on California psychics. It's easier for y'all to come to me on Keen than it is California psychics because uh they have two different kind of work methods one is automatic where you don't really choose who you go to you they just put you in a, a call system and they just factor you through to everyone um to whomever and then with keen you can kind of search through advisors and say oh i resonate with her more i choose her but yeah that's what i do on a daily basis i help people i try to not only just connect you with your deceased loved ones but give guidance, I can do card readings, you know, all that good stuff. Energy cleanses, I even mentor on there. I have a few people that come to me just on a daily for mentoring. How can I get my abilities hyping? How can I, um, you know, how can I start being able exactly. to communicate through my dreams and stuff like that? They just exactly. want like a mentor. They want to book my time. But it's little minutes or however long to get some mentoring. So I give them that one-on-one time. So, yeah. And she's phenomenal. <laughs> she has definitely helped me manifest a lot and get a lot of things done in my personal life. So she I'm is the real deal. I'm all about manifesting. Don't play Absolutely. with Absolutely. I'm telling people, what you doing what in your life? Like, do you know all you have to do is speak it for it to work? Speak it and believe it. Put it out there. Like, don't say it and then be like, oh, is it going to happen? Is it? No. That's almost like if, you, if you're if you trusting somebody, look, I'm going to give you my $100. You go buy, put it down, buy me a TV. If you're going to give me your $100 to go buy you a TV, don't call me every five minutes. Did you buy the TV? Are you going to get the TV? Did you make it to the TV stuff? Like, no. So it's the same thing. If you trust in that, you have the power to manifest something and you're like, you know what? By the end of this month, I'm going to have an extra $1,000. Boom. I got $1,000. You don't say I'm going to have, I hope to have. Can you please give it to me? No. I'm going to have $1,000. Put it out there. After you say it, you need to be walking around like you got the $1,000. Believe you got the $1,000. Don't be walking around saying, dang, am I going to get that $1,000? Do I really think that $1,000 is going to come through? No, because now you're second-guessing your strength. So now it's not going to come through because you didn't second-guess it. So now, come the end of the year, you may have a dollar. Right. But I'll be blunt. So if y'all don't want to know the truth, don't come to me. 
Because I'm going to tell you the truth. Hey. I'm going to tell you where you're messing up. Absolutely. <clears throat> but it is what it is, people. We out here to help y'all, but y'all can also help y'all sis. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to, I hope I didn't get anyone in their spirit, uh, you know, all sat down or whatever. That was not my intent, but I didn't want people to know that, you know, they're out there and you can speak to them. And bringing up what you said earlier about the veil, a lot of people don't know. But it is, they call it the veil. It's kind of like when you're getting married, how you have this veil over you. Right. And you lift the veil and then you can kind of see the spirit world or whatever. But there's a lot of people who have to veil themselves so that they can uh, disconnect, I guess you would say, especially for people that work in the spirit world and work with energies. That's why, like, sometimes when you uh, do go to psychics and stuff like that, you'll see they have, like, a, they have their hair wrapped, or they have, um, they'll have, like, if they have dreads, they may have them tied up and tied back with something. That's because they're trying to block other people's energies from getting mixed in with their energies. And so it's like putting a veil on. So they actually put a bandana on or put a scarf on to shield themselves from getting connected with all those energies. Then when they're ready to actually connect, then they'll take that bandana off or they'll take that bracelet, necklace, whatever it is they're using to shield themselves off. So that that is an actual practice that people do. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's my moment. I didn't really want to take all of y'all's time, but I just wanted to let y'all know that your loved ones are there and they love you, and you're doing a good job, and you're very strong, and they're proud of you. Oh, you waiting on me to chime in? I was going to say, if you waiting on me, this is your moment. Nope. I mean. I don't know like I, I feel like a lot of spirits for the most part come just to say you know what I know you loved me I never questioned your love you're doing an amazing job you're stronger than you think you are stop being so hard on yourself I'm sorry I get that a lot right um a lot of them are, are saying, you know what, slow down. Don't come see me that soon. I miss you. I know you miss me. Um, yeah, but they love you. They're still there. They're, they're only a whisper away. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope y'all took a lot from the introduction episode, you know, dealing with the opening of the spiritual realm talk. Like, I enjoyed this segment. Very, very, very therapeutic, though. I see. This moments with Dazzy, y'all, we created it for not only ourselves, but for some listeners who feel like we feel. And, hey, it came out phenomenal. I hope so. My goal is, even if we're just taking time to talk, I hope, this is my hope, that my energy is coming through enough to where people who are sitting and listening to us, they feel unburdened, they feel cleansed, they feel brand new. Almost as if you have sat with a therapist for 30 minutes. Like I I really try to infuse everything with that kind of energy because we need that sometimes, we need that reset. And so, That's what I want to be for y'all. I want to be y'all's reset button. Absolutely. So once again, this has been Moments with Mistress and her trusty sidekick, DJ Steady. Are you ready? Y'all can see me tonight at 8 p.m. on the block since the technical issues are still underway with Facebook and Instagram. 
And you can also see me on YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn. I think Twitter still streaming. I don't know for sure. But yeah, we'll still be around, ladies and gentlemen. Mark can't keep us down. We got Tasha to keep us up. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Exactly. So we are getting ready to head out. Hope y'all enjoyed and learned something. Because I learned a lot. So love, peace, and happiness. Goodbye. No, so right. Yeah, no, you're no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Most I've had to deal with dudes is not everybody likes to wash their hands. Not, not everybody likes to wash their hands and we're in very close proximity to each other, even with the partitions when we're when we're at the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> he said the partitions. Even with the little partitions we, we got when we're at the urinal and we're at and when we're at the stall or whatever, some you know, not all of us flush when we should. And now, speaking of like being at the urinals, right? Okay. <laughs> there was a little oh. controversy back in like a couple of years ago. If you were at the yeah. urinal, right? A guy, right? Yeah. Why is it an issue to talk to the next guy next to the next year, next to um, your in a urinal next to you? Why? Well, it's awkward if you, especially if you don't already know the person, it could be, it, it could be awkward. If somebody in, in there has a shy bladder and they'd rather just be in total silence, but they know they're, they, it's either, it's either you sit there, do what you got to do or risk peeing on, on yourself by the time you get home. All right. You know? Okay. So now I had guys say, no, it's just not right. It's not right. I don't want no dude talking to me while I got my, in my hand peeing. Oh. Like, come on. I ain't right. worried. No, I ain't worried about that. No, I ain't. I ain't worried about that. It is a little awkward, but I'm not gonna go out and say, "Oh, it's wrong." Please. Right. <laughs> a little stall conversation at the urinal. Yeah. Right. What's up? What's up? What's, that's usually <laughs> that's usually what it is. What's going on? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> then that's then that's it. No long drawn conversation like how's your mom, all that stuff. Right. Only time I <laughs> hey, hey so you just go walk out of here like you, you just do that and you you can go wash your head. That what you go do? <laughs> okay, so well, how about this? How about this, right? Because you know I like to put twists on things. Of course, yeah. Is there anything to think about if a guy just happened to glance over for like a minute or so, well, a couple of seconds or so? Yeah, you might want to be a little worried. All right, yeah. Fuck you, you might want to. What? He said, like, yeah, you might want to be a little worried. Wait, wait, wait. What, they, they They they're glancing on. They're glancing on purpose. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If he just, you know, you do that eye to eye glance, and then he just, oh, let me see what you're working with down that type of glance. Then you're like, hey, bro, that's well, a red I flag. Glance, you know, people eyes roams and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, hey, and his eyes need to roam on his section of the, <laughs> the urinal, not all like, up nine. Nah, like I've never, like if if that ever happened to me, I didn't know. Never, okay. and, 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 like, they're, like. Never, never experienced that. I did hear a, a, a interesting story about somebody that it did happen to, though, and he happened to be a he happened to be a a, a little person, mm. and he he makes a he makes he's a comedian, so he makes a joke about being at the urinal first off because he has to get he has to get the smallest one. He's got to get the short one, right? And okay, because well, at one point, well, because he's a little person, he's he's oh, over okay, feet, okay, he's okay, 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 got four it. feet, right? So he's like, he's like four, he's like, like what? He's like three foot something or four foot something. I don't know. But anyway, so, so he's at the, so he's at the, so he's at the, he's at the, uh, he's at the urinal. He's doing his business. And he notices that one of the, that one of the guy the guy on the side of him is actually, is actually looking. He's like, what? Right. And, and the guy just says, I just had to know, man. I just had to know. Right. I'm like, Curiosity got to this guy. Definitely. Yeah, the curiosity just got just got to him. But who is that? Who is that interested in? In who is that interested? Why you're at the why you're at the urinal first off, and why is that even a topic of conversation with someone? Right. We're not going past the high after we acknowledge eye to eye contact and that what's up come out. That's as far that conversation is going. You know, because then that makes because then that makes like. Because you uh, know, because because obviously, because you know, because it's a different situation in the in in the ladies' room. 
Uh, they don't have that. They don't. They yeah, don't we we chit chat in the lady rooms. We don't care. Yeah, chit like, chit chat. That's you know, different. Like, there's a there's a wall in between. There's, that a, there's walls between between you. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. The urinals a different scenario. That wide open range space. That at that point is too shaped. No, I, no, 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 no. Because I take for instance, like my niece Charisma. That's like my little sister. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times we done been in the bathroom together. I can't tell you how many times, and I'm just being for real. I'll be peeing, she'll come in to get something and whatnot, and we'll be talking. Now, let dudes do that. Yeah, but... Well, 